I'm Farah Duro, and you're listening to the PCS Revolution Podcast. Hello, everyone. I am really happy to be here. I was a little bit late today because I was getting ready for this because I actually had a lot of things that I wanted to talk to you guys about. And I was going back and forth about the whole self-care question because a lot of times there are certain parts of our cycle, if you are currently having a cycle, where you're just not really feeling it as far as taking care of yourself as much. And sometimes you don't really want to go work out or do the things that we always talk about that are so beneficial for PCOS. And I think that's just because we're very different than men. I know we're not the same. And so it was kind of synchronicity because on my way to drop my kids off at school this morning, I was listening to one of my favorite podcasts. And the whole topic was how your energy changes throughout your cycle. And that's based on you know, how, how we are productive and not productive at certain times during our cycle. So I wanted to delve into that a little bit, because if you guys have ever read the book Women Code by Alyssa Vitti, I would definitely recommend that. I'm going to post it here. Stephanie, if you're listening, we were doing your interview and you brought up that book and I hadn't read the book in a while. So I went back to read it and she talks a lot about the ebb and flow of our energy and our cycles and how to really maximize and capitalize on uh, where we are. Now, if you're currently on birth control and you don't have a whole lot of energy or don't know like where you're, you know, obviously you're not going to be ovulating, but you can still use this to your benefit. So let me just put the pope. That's, I believe that's how you spell her name. Excellent book. I really highly recommend it. And it's going to actually get into a little bit more about paying attention, cluing into your body. So if you guys have started to chart, which I know that you guys, a lot of you are using your charting, you have little symptoms that you can check off below your temperature charting. So you have your temperatures and the top part, and then you have the symptoms that you have, like as far as cervical mucus and, you know, bloating and those things. But there's also mood swings, or you can, you know, put a happy face if you're in a happy mood or feeling good or sad if you're not feeling good. And it's pretty eye-opening because if you've ever experienced PMS, then, you know, that's the first thing they tell you is to keep a menstrual diary so you can actually figure out which days and how long that PMS is lasting. So I would definitely look into that because uh, charting and journaling are going to be really eye-opening. So for instance, this is kind of the my luteal phase, right? I'm not, I didn't feel getting really close to my cycle. didn't feel like going to the gym, but I knew I needed to do it. My body was feeling like I had to do something. So I worked out at home today, but that's totally, you know, kind of in line with every single month. I've noticed that, you know, I just don't have, I'm not feeling as outgoing and I just don't want to talk as much. Uh, Usually my energy is a little bit lower. So pay attention to how your cycle will change as far as how you get things done and how you feel in the outside world. So we'll go over a little bit about those phases. And if you are in menopause or you're approaching menopause, 
that's kind of a time where you go inward. And a lot of times in different cultures, that's the time where we actually inherit our most wisdom. So you can actually, you know, I think definitely journal any frustrations coming up, any of those things that are kind of unresolved from, you know, years ago. And that sort of thing, it's very good to actually start to recognize that because this is, you know, a, a phase that's revered in most cultures, not so much sometimes on the West, but I think that it, you know, it definitely, I'm looking forward to it. I'm looking forward to that wisdom. <laughs> so I hope that, you know, a couple of you that are in the group that are either already in menopause or approaching it, you have so much to offer all of us, all women of all ages. And so definitely just, you know, the different phases in life are similar to different phases of the moon where everything does change. It's cyclical, but we can actually learn a lot from our bodies. So the first phase or the first, let's just categorize it as seasons. We have four seasons to our cycle, right? So we talked about that with learning about blossom. If you are looking at different herbal treatment, there is different strategies as far as herbs for week one, two, three, and four of your cycle. So we're talking about week one and what we do is actually look at it like a winter time. So that's around day one through six of your menstrual cycle when you're bleeding. Call it our winter time because that's kind of a time where we want to go inward. It's a time of reflection. And it's a time when you're bleeding is that, you know, your cycle is and your hormones or basically everything's kind of at an all time low, your energy is low. And sometimes we just want to be left alone. Like, I don't know if you've ever experienced that. We just go, okay, I'm just going to crawl into my cave and just like hibernate, you know, and that hibernate and rest are the characteristics of this phase. So if you think about a long time ago, there's a book called the red tent and women would actually go into a tent while they're bleeding and just be left alone. Like, okay, I don't want to deal with anything. <laughs> so there's a way that that kind of time of your cycle, or actually they say you're the most open intuitively also to new ideas and that sort of thing. That's because your body needs time to be alone. So sometimes you can tell that to uh, family members, that sort of thing. Just, I really need a few hours alone. Like that's all I need to do. So you might find it more irritating at this point when people are asking you to do things for them. And, you know, that's, that's pretty common. And, and, you know, it's basically because winter is not a time to give to others, but to ourselves and learning to be self-loving during this time is the healthiest behavior we can adopt for ourselves and our families. So I like to take baths, I have movie nights like Netflix with my husband or just spending days alone, creating or writing. If I'm that lucky, <laughs> uh, if I have that time, you know, spending time with my kids, just kind of really like being inward, not going a whole lot of places. I'm an introvert, so that's pretty easy for me too sometimes, but sometimes I just want to sleep in and read and not really have to do a whole lot. So, and you know, that's sometimes where you can have some alone time. Sometimes it's okay. Right. And then next we move into week two, which is our inner springtime. So that's around day seven through 13 when you're in the pre-ovulation phase. And this is the season of spring. So we look at it like our energy is starting to rebound a little bit. You can think about rebirth or fresh start, you know, energize and happy sort of energy moving around. And usually as a woman moves into her inner spring phase, she's ready to get back into the world slowly and take on new projects. It's a planning and organizing phase of the month. So, you you know, like I think this month I got into organization uh, so I was on Pinterest, <laughs> really, I was like, I want to organize, I'll have to post these pictures actually in the group, I organized my kitchen cabinets, 
It just happened one day. I don't know. I just, I kind of went all Virgo and I did it. And that was that phase, right? It was like, after your cycle's over, you're like, yay, all this energy coming back up. And I organized my bathroom cabinets as well. So, and I look at it every day. I'm so proud of myself, but I wouldn't want to do that right now at this phase, my cycle. I don't know. <laughs> so you can start the planning phase. So if this is a good time to actually look at your journal, look at your phone and say, all right, I'm going to map out the calendar for this month of when I want to do my workouts. Like if it's before work, after work, or during the weekend, or that sort of thing, I want to uh, see what three times this week I can get in my workouts. Or if it's with a trainer, or you know, however you do it, putting it out there, planning it, and it's a great time to do that. So if you haven't felt like planning much when you're on your cycle, then you know this energy actually helps with that. And also it's a good time to focus. If you have big projects due or that sort of thing, or you need to research something or you're learning, this is optimal time to do that. So you can really be at your peak. Think about like peak mentally at this time. So if you still are wanting to, if you're kind of an introvert like me, you still want to kind of get some creation done or work on your own, you can really like power through and get like four or five hours straight. I find like the focus time is so much better. So just think about, you know, able to take on new challenges, you're feeling more energized and your concentration is really like at the peak. And then we move into week three and that's our inner summer. So around day 14 to 21 of your ovulation phase, that's usually around when most women are ovulating. Or if you have PCOS, you might not hit that at that particular time because your cycles might be longer. So you might have a little bit longer follicular phase. And sometimes that's a benefit. It's like, okay, we're, you know, we're able to be in that productivity mode or that concentration or extra focus mode a little longer. And so sometimes that, you know, I'd see that as a benefit sometimes, even though we want to have our cycles nice and shorter, we're going to look at the positive side too of these things, right? So once you get into ovulation mode, it's thinking about it like ovulation is the yang and creation of that follicle is the yin. So the yang is going to be summer, right? It's hot, uh, yin-yang theory in traditional Chinese medicine. Yang is more related to the masculine, hot sort of attributes of, you know, different characteristics. So if we're looking at ovulation, we're thinking about that our energy is going to be more expressive and outward, So it's more of like, you're feeling a little more social. I was even reading a study a while back that said, oh, you you know what? You're more attractive even physically because, you know, your eyes look different and all this crazy stuff. Like it's like evolutionary, I guess it means it it, like we're, we're, we're more attractive to the opposite sex and all these things, you know? So I guess that is the outward time, right? So And, you know, it's also the time where your libido should be at its peak usually. So it's usually heightened. Your fertility, of course, is heightened. So great time to enjoy yourself also with your spouse or with your, you know, just being out with friends and just having, you know, taking advantage of all that wonderful energy going through. So, so I think that also it suggests that ovulation is the best time to ask for what you want. As far as research goes, it says whether, you know, you want to ask for a raise at work, or you want to ask something from your partner, or you want to, you know, communicate your needs. It's uh, more ovulation is actually the peak time to do that. So if you have like an uh, evaluation coming up, maybe at work, you can you can ask to schedule it around your ovulation time. <laughs> so think about that. It's the keywords really for this phase is going to be basically like relationship building, kind of outward activities, you know, uh, holding space for others. So you're not as inward anymore. You're a little more outward. 
And then week four is your inner fall. So it's around days 22 to 29 during your luteal phase. So you're winding down again. And this is the fourth week of your cycle. So you might notice that you're feeling more inward at this time again. So it's basically like phases of the moon, right? After a full moon, then so it waxes and wanes, right? Waning is after the full moon, I believe. And so you're going to feel that, you know, those agitations might happen a little more easily when people demand more of your time uh, and you're craving that alone time again. So you can schedule, I mean, if you're able to do this, you are able to schedule your life according to your cycle. And this is, this is actually what's covered in woman code. Then you can really maximize what you can get done and also help with planning your self-care as well around your cycle. And you can purposefully schedule days off leading up to your cycle. If you're able to do that, of course, if you work for yourself or you have that flexibility. So I think it's really important. And then I think they, the main thing is that you're going to find that you are more respectful of your needs if you tune in a little bit more. So if you have PMS, you can actually start to kind of, and that's usually when it's going to creep up is during this time, it's going to intensify sometimes if we are not owning up to our needs. So this is a good time to kind of be vocal a little bit more about needing that time for self-care. And So if we ignore what we need, your body actually will start to react. And that way, I feel like PMS can definitely intensify and you can become more irritable, more tired, you know, and really needing that self-care. So basically, you're going to consciously acknowledge that this is an inward phase and that is the best thing. The most courageous act you can do for self-love and self-care is when you listen to your body. So you might feel that also you're getting a little bit more creativity as far as more ideas coming in. And this is a good time if you are artistic at all, or you like to draw or you you like to write poetry, or do you come up with ideas, perhaps you have a business or you, you know, work in that field, you can actually, you're more open to actually receiving those ideas as well during this time. So yeah, your energy drops off a little bit. You might become more moody, less focused, less concentration, but you might actually have a heightened creativity. Um, So, you know, this is just a way to tune in to what, you know, you might be needing. And I hope that that is helpful for you. And maybe you're going to try that, this cycle, like just try to include that in your charting. And I'd really be interested to see how you guys you know, are are handling your cycle? Do you notice any changes in your cycle uh, as far as your energy and as far as the need for self-care? And again, the self-care can be like as simple as going to acupuncture or massage or spending time alone, uh, you know, in a hot bath, soaking in an Epsom salt bath or taking an extra nap sometimes, going to the beach, you know, doing things that make you laugh. You know, those are all self-care. So self-care doesn't always involve spending money either but paying attention to your needs. So I hope that you guys start to tune in a little bit and post some ideas about what you've learned about your body during this process. And if you have a chance to read Woman Code, then let me know, or if you've already read it, let me know how that's helped you. So have a great week, everybody. And I will definitely be checking in next week. I hope that you are going to continue to post your questions and remember that we can all learn from each other. So don't be shy. Okay. Have a great week, everybody. I'll see you next time.
And that's the end of this episode of the PCOS Revolution podcast. If you've enjoyed the show and want to help me spread the word about how women with PCOS and hormonal imbalances can lead happier, more healthier lives, please head over to iTunes and leave us a review. They really do make a difference. If you'd like to have a question answered on the show or would like to recommend a guest, please go to floridacompletewellness.com slash podcast. If you're on social media, you can follow me at facebook.com slash Florida Complete Wellness and twitter.com slash Florida Complete, where I post a lot of interesting research, webinars, and articles on our blog about really getting to the root of hormonal imbalances like PCOS. So it's a great way to stay in touch with the latest developments. Thanks so much for listening and see you soon. Mm -hmm.